Ahoy there, brawlers! Better button down the hatches, because trouble's storming the shores of Knockout City. That's right, pirates have made landfall, and where those misanthropic marauders drop anchor, danger is sure to follow. With Magpie Industries gone belly up, there'll be no more ships to steal, no more swashes to buckle, no more timbers to shiver. However, there is one last treasure that is yet to be found, and every pirate worth their salt is looking for it somewhere in the city. All this excitement has really put Knockout City on the map! The treasure map! <laughs> Gather round, me mateys! Let this old pirate radio captain tell you the legend of Gearbeard's treasure! A long time ago, there lived the most famous pirate to ever sail the seas. The fearsome pirate king, Gearbeard. This menacing mechanical marauder with his press-ganged pirate crew sailed the open seas around Knockout City, sinking the ship of anyone who dared cross his path. For many terrifying years, he ruled the seas, but in all that time, no one ever saw Gearbeard spend a single gold piece. Rumors grew that he must be stashing all his plunder somewhere. And eventually, as the legend goes, greed would prove to be stronger than fear. One night, after sinking a particularly wealthy ship, his crew had had enough. They confronted Gearbeard, demanding he tell them what he is doing with all the treasure. <laughs> Gearbeard laughed a rusty laugh and charged at the crew. Try as they might, nothing they threw at him found its mark. He caught every single ball and returned it with such precision and speed that the mutinous crew didn't stand a chance. As if responding to Gearbeard's rage, the ocean boiled. Waves crashed around the boat. Lightning struck the crow's nest. Rain flooded the deck. A giant, 12-foot wave rose up, and with an otherworldly bellow from the robotic ranger, Gearbeard and his crew were dashed against the black rocks. Only one member of his crew survived, and as he lay there, panting, he found three pieces of Gearbeard's body scattered among the debris. It is said that each piece of Gearbeard offers a clue to the final resting place of his treasure, and whoever finds it will become the most famous pirate to ever sail the seas! At least, that's how the legend goes. But you don't believe in fairy tales, now do ya? <laughs> Our tale begins at the Perfect Catch, a popular dockside seafood restaurant for salty sailors to meet, share a drink, and talk about their adventures. Lately, more and more pirates have been washing up on the shores of Knockout City, looking for a new life. With Magpie Industries out of the picture, there just doesn't seem to be a profit in privateering anymore. Don't believe me? Why, let's listen in and hear it directly from the mouths of these mangy marauders. I tell you, it ain't easy being a pirate nowadays. The oceans used to be filled with magpie ships to plunder, but now you're lucky to spot a drone delivering fishnets to fishermen. I became a pirate to find me fortune on the open seas, but lately those seas have been a little too open. The waters are as empty as me cup. Louis, another round of this strange fizzy drink with fish eggs in it, if you please. Another round of Boba Cola's coming up. Thank you, young Louis. Uh, it is tough out there, it is. I used to be on Captain Cutthroat's crew. Oh, 
She was a terror on the seas, she was. Our ship would drag in the water. It was so heavy with booty. And now she sold her ship, used the money to open a restaurant. Old Captain Cutthroat's cotton vegetables, the way I hear it. She traded fame and fortune for fava beans and flan. Aye, same here, laddie. I was the bosun on Captain Hollabeard's ship for two years, I was. We sailed up and down the coast, picking fights with ships twice our size and winning. Now he sails up and down the coast, giving tours to the tourists. He traded fame and fortune for photographing the flora and fauna. Aye, if this keeps up, the pirate life will go the way of the dodo. I hear there's a typing class down at the public library. Maybe I'll sign up. <laughs> what are you laughing at, lass? Ain't no shame in padding out one's resume. Pay you no mind, gentlemen. Mads here has a habit of mouthing off about things she doesn't know anything about. A pirate is meant to be behind a ship's wheel, not a computer desk. A pirate is meant to be searching for gold instead of searching for a part-time job. That's easier said than done, missy. With that magpie fella going belly up, there be no more ships to steal, no more swashes to buckle, no more timbers to shiver. And all the pirates who were still in the game cashed out. They found all the X's marking the spots and dug up all the buried treasure. All the loot has been looted. Not all the loot. What do you mean, ma'am? What other loot is there? Louis, get back to scrubbing that floor. Mads, don't start this again. Didn't your father forbid you getting caught up in pirating? My father is gone. And in his will, he left me something. Something that would lead me to the treasure to end all treasures. Hidden out there for years, waiting for someone to find it. Someone brave enough. Someone smart enough. Someone with the first piece of the puzzle. Wow! Is that... Is that what I think it is? This is Gearbeard's arm. Gearbeard? <laughs> Don't tell me you're going after his treasure. Isn't it just a legend? I it may be. But every legend has a bit of truth in it. And this arm proves it. They say whoever finds the treasure will become the most famous pirate to ever sail the seas. So what do you say? Want to join my crew? Now. Why would I go and join your crew when I can just take this from you right now? <laughs> hey, get that back. That was my father's. It belongs to me. And now it belongs to me. Yeah. Hey, no brawling in here. You KO'd cross-eyed Pete. Get her. I said no brawling. Quick, Louie. Come here and ball up. But sir, the ceiling is too low for an ultimate throw in here. Best to KO everyone and let the devil sort them out. Captain Madeline Mads Ortiz sits on the deck of her ship, the Brawly Dodger, with an ice pack on her head and a depressed look on her face. I don't know what she expected. Pirates get a little greedy when you show them a legendary artifact that is literally pointing towards fame and fortune. Probably not the smartest thing she's ever done. But I'm not here to beat Captain Mads up for her mistakes when she's already doing a pretty good job of it herself. Oof. My head. Why'd that bartender have to go and KO the whole blasted room? Wait a minute. Where's the arm? No. No, no! Those bleeding pirates stole it from me! Oh, Dad, you trusted me with Gearbeard's arm! I failed you! Excuse me, Captain? Permission to come aboard! Who goes there? Show yourself or I'll have your guts for garters! Ah! 
It's me, ma'am. Louie, from the restaurant? I found this and I thought you'd want it back. Shiver me timbers! Gearbeard's arm! Oh, thank you, boy. Wait a second. You're just giving it to me? What's the catch? What? There's no catch, ma'am. It belongs to you. When making a deal with a pirate, there's always a catch, boy. Well, I'm not a pirate, am I? No, I suppose not. What's your name again? Louis. Louis Stevenson, ma'am. And what's your name? You don't know my name? You've never heard of the ferocious Captain Mads before? Um, no. Sorry, ma'am. What about Mads the Pirate? No? Uh, Captain Ortiz? Oh, I've heard of a Captain Heck Ortiz. Ah, yeah. That was my father. Captain Hector Ortiz. Wow! Your father was a famous pirate? Yes, but I'm also a famous pirate. Or at least I will be when I find Gearbeard's treasure. I'll fulfill the legend and become the most famous pirate to ever sail the seas. Then everyone will know my name. How is that arm supposed to work, anyway? Oh, it's simple, young Louis. Watch as I move the arm about. See how the hand always points in the same direction, like a compass? It's pointing to the location of Gearbeard's treasure. Wow! I went to the docks to try and gather a crew. What's the point of becoming a legend if no one is around to see it? Say, young Louis, you wouldn't want to tag along, would you? But I'm not a pirate. Ha-ha! No matter. I'll teach you everything I know. Now, weigh anchor and hoist the mainsail. We've got a treasure to find! Coasting above the ocean waves, the captain of the Broly Dodger stands at the helm with an excited gleam in her eye and a smile on her face. Ever since she was a young bab, she dreamed of being a pirate like her father. The stories he'd tell would set her heart on fire. The sea brawls, the treasure, the treachery. She'd go to sleep dreaming that one day people would tell stories about her the way her father did the other famous pirates. He even did all the voices. Feel that? The wind through your hair? The smell of the sea? Why, it's the pirate's life for me! <laughs> Careful with the rigging there, boy! That's it! You're a natural! This is fun! Now, just because you're on my ship doesn't mean you're on my crew. Don't be thinking you'll get a share of the treasure now. There can only be one most famous pirate in the world and it'll be me, you hear? That's fine, I don't want any treasure. Don't want any treasure? Don't you want to be rich? I have a job working at the restaurant. It pays well. I have enough money. Enough money? That's not very piratey of you. I already told you, I'm not a pirate. Besides, the amount of sailors I've seen come into port and spend all their money on frivolous things, no thanks. And look at what all the money in the world did for Malcolm Magpie. Well, what about fame? Don't you want to be famous? Have songs written about you? Sailor parents telling their sailor kids stories of your sailing adventures? To be honest, I don't really see the appeal, ma'am. Well, I do. When I'm famous, people will finally know my name. I know your name. <laughs> you don't count. Why not? Because you're just some kid. You don't matter. Hey, that's mean. Well, I'm a pirate. I'm supposed to be mean. Look! The hand! We're close. Let out the sheets and come into port. Easy now. There! 
Drop anchor! Good work, boy. Now, where did this hurry hand lead us? Welcome to Galaxy Burger, where the flavor is out of this world. My name is Dougie. Can I take your order? Nay, Mr. Douglas. We're on a quest for... You know what? I could actually do with a black hole burger. Do you want anything? Make it two black hole burgers and a large bottle of your finest boba cola. Two black hole burgers and a bottle of boba cola. Coming right up. Why did Gearbeard's hand bring us to Galaxy Burger? The treasure must be around here somewhere. Fetch me the arm. It's pointing towards that weird purple alien statue. Look, as we get closer, the hand is pointing higher and higher, right at the alien's eye. Well, what are you waiting for, boy? Climb up there and check it out. <sighs> Lucky these handholds are here. <sighs> Look, has nothing to do with it, boy. This is legend. I, I see something. Which behind the eye is an eye. Give it here, boy. That's not just anyone's eye. That's Gearbeard's eye. Is this it? Is this rusty old eye all there is to the legendary treasure of Gearbeard? Ha <laughs> ha! Nay, young Louie. This is only a piece of the puzzle. It seems each artifact we find will bring us closer and closer to the actual treasure. And this eye will lead the way. And we'll be taking it off of your hands, if you don't mind. What? What are you scurvy sea dogs doing here? For decades, every pirate worth our sort has been looking for Gearbeard's treasure. And you think we're gonna let some wannabe pirate keep it for herself? Now, hand over the eye or the little whelp gets it! Hey, let go of me! Get your rusty hooks off of him! Or what? You're surrounded. Give us the eye! Uh, excuse me, I've got an order for two black hole burgers and a large bottle of boba cola. Aye, that be mine. If I'd have known you boys were coming, I'd have ordered more, but alas, all I have to share is this boba cola. Arr, the eyes! I, I can't see! Where'd she go? The eye. Where's the eye? Parting is such sweet sorrow, gentlemen, especially when it involves such sweet soda. <laughs> Come on, boy. We've got a treasure to find. If being chased by pirates was supposed to scare Captain Mads, it had the opposite effect. People cared about her enough to want to kill her. What's more exciting than that? She's always craved fame, and with Gearbeard's eye in her possession, she's one step closer to fortune. Who are those guys that tried to steal Gearbeard's eye from us? Pirates. Well, I know they were pirates, but why? Because that's what pirates do. They steal. They plunder. They take what isn't theirs. They're greedy. All they want at the end of the day is to be the one with the most treasure. Like you and Gearbeard's treasure? What? No, I'm nothing like those rapscallions. I want this treasure for completely different reasons. Oh, yeah? What reason is that? Oh, I... Because... Oh, what do you know? Of all the stupid questions. Don't call me stupid. Don't ask stupid questions then. Now, give me the eye and let's see what we can see. Here's your stupid eye. This used to belong to Gearbeard, all right. Look how it burns from within with rage. Only question is, how do we use it? It must lead us through the next piece of this puzzle, but neither of us are robots, so it's not like we can just plug it in and have a look around. Here, give me your spyglass. That was my father's. I should throw you overboard. Oh, stop complaining and let me work. 
tell me, your father, what was he like? Oh, Captain Hecortes was an amazing pirate. He was the captain of the Bottom Feeder. He and his crew specialized in deep sea salvage. I'd sit on his lap and he'd tell me all about his adventures. How the Bottom Feeder would sink ships on purpose and then circle back and search the seafloor for any treasure left behind. One day, in an old sunken galleon, he found what he described as a strange sort of treasure map. He became obsessed with finding it. He'd spent weeks and months on the ocean, pushing himself and his crew to the limit. When he did come home, all he'd talk about was the fame and fortune that awaited him when he finally found the treasure. And then, one night, we got a message. He had found what he was looking for. And once he got home, he knew he would be the most famous pirate in the whole world. That was the last time I heard from him for five years. Gearbeard, that scurvy dog, stole my father's ship, his crew, and his treasure. For five years, he terrorized the oceans using the bottom feeder as his flagship. Until that fateful day when the seas rose up and dashed him on the rocks. Well, you know how the legend goes. One evening, there was a scratching at my door. It was my father. He was old and worn out and withdrawn. He refused to talk about Gearbeard or what happened to the treasure. He would just sit, balled up in his chair, holding this arm, watching it for the next 20 years, making sure it always pointed in the same direction. He never wanted me to follow in his footsteps, but whatever this hand points to belongs to my father. It's too late for him, but I'll be a dolphin's daughter if I don't finish what he started. Voila! I'm finished! With the eye hooked up to the spyglass, you simply look through this end and see what he sees. Give it here, boy. It's my turn. You've had it forever. Hey, ow! My eye! Ha-ha! <laughs> look at that! There are readouts everywhere! What's this? There's a dotted line on the ground leading off into the city. <gasps> Why, it's GPS! Gearbeard positioning system! Ha! That's it, boy! That's the next location. Turn her about, Mr. Stevenson. Set a course for the center of the city! Captain Mads Ortiz, peering through the makeshift spyglass from high atop the crow's nest, shouts orders down to the young Louis Stevenson as he struggles with the ship's wheel. Some would think it a strange sight to see a pirate ship smoothly navigating between towering skyscrapers. But in Knockout City, we just call that a Tuesday. Hard to starboard, boy, right between those buildings and straight onto Brawlway. That's it. Steady as she goes. <laughs> There's nothing a pirate loves more than following a dotted line towards treasure. Which way now, Captain? You have arrived at your destination. We're here. Drop the anchor. <laughs> According to the legend, only three pieces of Gearbeard survived the wreck of the bottom feeder. We have two of them already. The third piece must be somewhere here in Knockout Roundabout. But this place is huge. It could be anywhere. Aye, it could be. And I'd be able to think better if you'd stop that infernal tapping, boy. That's not me, Captain. Look, it's the arm. It's trying to get our attention. Ha! Now that's a helping hand if I ever seen one. Look, it's pointing to the clock tower. Of course. What better place to hide a piece of gear beard than surrounded by gears? 
Quick, get inside, boy, and find it. See anything? This is like trying to find a gear in a stack of gears. Keep looking, boy. You'll know it when you see it, I'm sure of it. Hang on. There's something moving around. I think there's something in here with me. Quiet, boy. Just find the gear. Ah, it bit me! Captain Mads, get me out of here! What in the seven seas is that? Is that an armadillo wearing a little hat? And what's that in its mouth? Captain Mads, it's got Gearbeard's gear! Grab that armadillo! Where'd that beast get off to? I lost him! Look, the hand is pointing behind this barrel! Ah, there he is! Gotcha, you little rapscallion! What's this you got in your mouth, eh? Spit it out. Aha! Thank you kindly. Wait, where do you think you're going? Don't you know it's good luck to have an armadillo on board? Here, Louis, take this wee creature, will ya? It's okay, I've got you. Now, what secrets does this gear have for me? Hmm, there are three holes drilled into it, with lines cut between them, making an X. Oh! If pirates like anything, it's an X. So it's a map, but how do we read it? We need to place this over something, but what? The holes must align with something, right? Ugh, now what? It looks like a brawl is starting in Knockout Roundabout. How am I supposed to think with all this noise? Is there anywhere in this blasted place a person can think without being bombarded by dodgeballs every 15 seconds? Hey, that's Knockout City, Captain. Well, 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 looks like another brawl is breaking out. And just in time, if you ask me. I almost had a whole 15 seconds alone with my own thoughts. And let me tell you, it can get awfully quiet up here on the moon. So let's distract ourselves with this new brawl. Hmm, Louis, furl the sails and tie them up tight, then get below decks. Where we're going, we don't need wind. And so, Captain Madeline Ortiz and young Louis Stevenson set off into the unknown. With their hatches battened down into an airtight seal, the Brawly Dodger's engines are kicked into overcharge, speeding them off higher and higher into the sky. Buffeted by turbulent winds and freezing temperatures, they finally breach the atmosphere high above Knockout City and enter the calm waters of space. Unfurling the sails, they catch the solar winds and plot a course. They approach their destination and make contact with the surface, their ship carving away hundreds of miles long in the loose gray dust as it slowly comes to a stop mere inches from their target. The two interstellar sailors disembark wearing a pair of makeshift spacesuits and approach the airlock. With three loud knocks, they demand entrance into the lunar base. Wait a second. Lunar base? My lunar base? Ah! Pirates! What do I do? What do I do? Don't come any closer. I have a cactus, and I'm not afraid to use it. Ahoy there, me matey. Permission to come aboard? What do you want? There's no treasure up here. At ease, brother. I'd never harm a fellow pirate who never did harm to me. We aren't here for plunder. We're here for perspective. It's okay, Mr. DJ, sir. We mean you no harm. <laughs> Say, I don't believe my eyes. Is that Chonky? 
Wow! Chucky, my man, I'm a huge fan. Would you sign my ball? <laughs> Plenty of time for that later. Boy, hand me the gear. I don't mean to rain on your parade, but I don't think you'll find anything that runs on gears up here. This moon base is chock full of digital diodes that are fully automatic and systematic. Aye, it's not the moon this gear was made for, but if we hold it up to the city below and line up the holes with the locations of the three surviving fragments of Gearbeard... Ha-ha! There! Where the lines meet! Where is that, my poetic pirate friend? Let me reposition satellite number nine. There! That X marks the spot right off the coast of Lockdown Throwdown! Well, I'll be a dolphin's daughter. That's it, boy! The final location of the legendary Gearbeard's treasure! Quick! To the ship! The faster I find it, the faster I'll become the most famous pirate in the world! If you want, I could take you back to Knockout City. I'd go batty up here alone. Probably start talking to myself. What do you say? You coming? That's awfully kind of you, Captain, but I'm more of a pirate of the airwaves and not the ocean waves. And besides, I see what you're getting up to down there, and I'm already in enough trouble with the city as it is. I think I'll step here for the time being. Thank you very much. Suit yourself, me hearty. All right, Louis. Back to the ship. Let's get that treasure. Back safely on the oceans of Knockout City, Captain Mads deftly pilots the Brawly Dodger around the jagged black rocks that surround the small island on which the old jail rests. Look at this. It's just like in the legend. These must be the black rocks that Gearbeard and his crew were crushed by. The only survivor being my father, Captain Heck Ortiz. Are you ready, young Louis? My father's old diving suit fits you well. I don't know about this, Captain. I've never gone deep-sea diving before. This suit is heavy. Aye, it has to be so you'll sink to the bottom. I'd go myself, but I have to keep the ship from smashing into those rocks and killing us all. <laughs> you'll do great, Louis. Just go down, look around, and grab anything that looks like treasure. But into the water with you, lad. And you... Keep running on that wheel, or he'll run out of oxygen. I'm so close, I can taste it. Father, I know you told me never to become a pirate, but look at me now. I'm about to fulfill the legend and raise his treasure. I'll be famous. Well, 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 look who it is. Blustering barnacles. You guys again? That'd be a dirty trick you played on us last time, Captain Mads. I'm still fishing Boba out of me britches. You won't be getting away from us again. Now, hand over the treasure, and on me honor, you'll never see us again. Do we have a deal? A pirate's deal, eh? What's the catch? Well, the catch is, you'll be at the bottom of the ocean, so you'll never see anyone again. He found it! I'm coming, Louis! Oi! Mads! Don't ignore us! We're fearsome pirates here to steal your treasure! Yes, yes, I'm very scared. But if you don't help me pull the boy up, there will be no treasure to steal. Put your backs into it, men! You heard her! Come on! Gearbeard's treasure's at the end of this rope! 
giant treasure chest in the middle of a shipwreck. Look! Written on the treasure chest, the bottom feeder. <gasps> That's Gearbeard's ship. No, the bottom feeder was my father's ship. Gearbeard stole it from him. Quick, get it open. <laughs> I found it. This thing has six locks on it. Fetch your pick. We'll smash it open. Anything locked up that tight must be valuable. I'm going to be the most famous pirate in the world! Make way, you bilge rats! Let me see what's inside. Gold? Treasure? It's... It's... It's Gearbeard! It's the pirate stare at the lifeless body of the metallic menace known as Captain Gearbeard. Captain Mads Ortiz feels a tugging at her waist. Gearbeard's hand is straining towards the coffin as if magnetized. Tearing free from her belt, the hands eyeing Gear fly through the air and attach themselves to Gearbeard's tarnished bronze body. The gear snaps into place in the center of Gearbeard's chest and begins to spin. Long, dormant gears up and down the ancient bronze body creak into life and begin to turn. Slowly at first, but steadily faster. With a sudden jolt, the mouth drops open as if taking its first breath in years. Captain Madeline Ortiz, daughter of Captain Heck Ortiz. Do you wish to become the most famous pirate in the world? I do. Upon hearing her wish, Gearbeard's eyes flash red. His ribcage splits open like a hungry mouth full of sharp teeth. His arm reaches out and grabs Captain Mats. With surprising strength, Gearbeard compresses her into ball form and stuffs her into his gaping rib cage. The ribs snap shut like a rusty trap, locking Captain Mads inside. Gearbeard, with a renewed burst of energy, smashes out of the coffin and looms over the other pirates. He fixes them with a fiery stare and with a voice straight from the center of Hades. He says, Go yourself a deal! <laughs> With the fearsome Pirate King, Captain Gearbeard raised from the dead and sailing the oceans around Knockout City, no one is safe from his wrath. Seizing command of the Broly Dodger and forcing Cross-Eyed Pete, Davy Daggers, and the young Louis Stevenson to work for him, Gearbeard stalks up and down the coast, attacking any ship that dares unfurl their sails. And deep inside Gearbeard's gears, there is a compressed and depressed pirate by the name of Captain Madeline Ortiz witnessing it all. Through Gearbeard's eyes, she watches him attacking ships and taking no prisoners or treasure, seemingly fighting for the thrill of it. No! 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 Stop! I beg of you, stop! What you be crying stop for? This is exactly what you wanted. Every pirate, every sailor, every dirt-dwelling landlubber knows your name. You're the most famous pirate in the world! <laughs> yes, I admit it. 
It's what I wanted, but not like this. If I'd have known, I never would have- Don't give me that, Captain. You forget? We're connected now. Whatever you know, I know. And you knew. Deep down, you knew. Never make a deal with a pirate. There's always a catch. Please, let me go. All is whining. You're just like your father. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> you don't know, do you? Your father never told you what happened to the treasure he was searching for. He told me enough. He told me you stole it from him. No, I am the treasure. What? The legend of Gearbeard's treasure. Who do you think created that legend? I did. Your father's greed led him to me, and I used his body to power my reign of destruction all those decades ago. No matter what happens to me, you can tear me apart and hide every screw in the deepest pit. There will always be someone greedy enough to find me and put me back together again in the hopes of finding my treasure. The legend makes sure of that. That's why I never take any bully from the ships I attack. Before sinking them, I place a piece of treasure map on each one, knowing that someday, someone will find them, and their greed will lead them straight to me. You did, your father did, and countless other sailors have done it before them. Greed is immortal, so I am immortal. Even now, knowing all you know, there's a part of you that wants this. The stories they're telling about you, the fear in their voice when they utter your name, our name, it feeds you, so it feeds me. No, that's not true. Look, look upon this distraction, this despair, this is all because of you! The atmosphere on the Broly Dodgers grim as the press gang pirates are forced to work under the burning eyes of Captain Gearbeard. Among the crimped crew, Cross-Eyed Pete, Davy Daggers, and young Louie scrub the deck, hoist the sails, and fight in the never-ending brawls of Gearbeard's relentless hunger for power. Now, Gearbeard may be a robotic raider, but the rest of his crew are flesh and blood, and they need food and water. Reluctantly, Gearbeard orders his men back to the docks to pick up supplies. I tell you, it ain't easy being a pirate nowadays. We work our fingers to the bone for no reward. He doesn't loot any of the ships. He only liquidates them. I became a pirate to find my fortune on the open sea, but the only fortune I see is a single can of tinned fish from the cannery below. Ugh! And does he have to park the ship right above it? The smell is worse than a poison ball. And poor Mads, stuck inside Gearbeard's mechanical body, witnessing it all. Oh, 
plastic, Madeline Ortiz. It was her greed that brought Gearbeard back. Oh, really? I seem to remember two other greedy pirates trying to steal Gearbeard's body parts from us so they could find his treasure. Yeah, well... Oh, you're talking about us, aren't you? <laughs> oh, come here, Chonky. It's okay. I can't believe you got caught up in this, too. I know, I know. All you want in life is to hide. It doesn't matter who brought Gearbeard back, because greed will always lead to destruction. I've seen you pirates come into the restaurant, pockets overflowing with treasure, only to gamble it all away on the brawls. Then, you head back out onto the ocean and look for more. It's a vicious cycle. A cycle I have no interest in. A cycle that needs to be broken. Young Louis, where are you going? Don't! You'll get yourself killed! with the fearsome Captain Gearbeard. Who dares speak to me that way? Ugh, the young boy in his disgusting pet. Boy, should throw you overboard for this insolence. Go ahead, throw me overboard. Being ground up and shoved into tin cans sounds like a better fate than working for you for the rest of my life. You've got yourself the key of your insolent boy. Jane's with you. No, don't hurt him. <laughs> She will never give up. She will always fight you until the day she dies. But me, I'm just a little kid. There's no way I could stand up to the power of Gearbeard. Hmm. You make an intriguing offer, boy. This host is rather annoying. Another 40 years of listening to her complain doesn't sound at all appealing. Enough talk, Gearbeard. Do we have a deal? So big. <laughs> Mads, are you okay? Oh, my back. Ow. Louie, run. Get away from here. Come here, boy. A deal is a deal. You're right, Gearbeard. But if I learned anything about making a deal with a pirate, it's that there's always a catch. So, catch. <laughs> wants one thing. I can't stop myself. I just want to hide. Don't stand around gawking like a bunch of little never sea dogs. Help me. You heard him, man. Let's help him. Right off the edge of the ship. Heave. Put your back into it. Ooh, come on, Louie. Give it your all. And down Gearbeard falls. Straight through the roof of the fish cannery and into the giant crushing gears of the canning machine. The machine groans and sparks as it slowly consumes his bronze body. Each piece torn off of gear beer is pressed into the shape of a can and filled to the brim with fresh fish chunks. You can't kill me! I 
But when it comes to legends, I think you'll find you're going to be remembered as Captain Louis Stevenson, defeater of Gearbeard and the most famous pirate in the world! Oh, Mads, but that's what you wanted. <laughs> it's okay, boy. Gearbeard showed me that what I wanted wasn't what I needed. Besides, I think the real treasure was the friends we made along the way. Aww, what a nice thought. Bear in mind, a big heap of gold would have been real nice, too. In fact, did you ever hear about the legend of the floating island? Some say it's filled with arcane treasures and is ruled over by a fearsome wizard. Oh, Mads, <laughs> here we go again. And so, as the pirates of Knockout City head for the perfect catch to celebrate their victory, no one pays any attention to the smattering of tarnished bronze cans moving down the assembly line of the fish gallery. One can in particular, round and bulbous with four little feet sticking out the bottom, in a tiny red hat on top, jumps off the conveyor belt and stumbles its way back into the city, looking for a place to hide. 